Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Hadi. Hadi is an amazing singer-songwriter out of Dubai. He is currently signed under Universal Records. He is, uh, or he just released a single which was produced by Mike Shinoda of Linkin Park. And he is a Twitch streamer. This dude is on fire he is such a talent and he just rides the line between emotional edm and 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 like alternative you know it's just it's really good like just poppy edm emotional type stuff and i i think you guys are really gonna dig him uh go check out his twitch stream you can find him at twitch.tv slash hottie plays music and then that's h-a-d-i plays music go get yourself some of course all his Social media links are in the show notes, so go and support your boy. Gotta love Hottie. I I, I really do. Uh, I really do dig what he does, and uh, it's really interesting too because the way he plays the piano is is on his. I think it's. I don't think it's a push. I can't remember what it was, uh, but he plays the piano by with samples on this little push pad type thing. So it's really, really, really cool. Um, I really dig what he does and how he utilizes his equipment. And of course, Clarity is the latest single, which is produced by Mike Shinoda. And there's a link to that song in the show notes. So please go ahead and uh, click around down there and give your boy some love. Go and check out... Go and check out RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Go get yourself some Raina. She has a new song coming out called Ready, Set, Go. Go ahead and uh, as soon as the pre-save link is available, we'll make sure we get it out to you. She also streams on Twitch four days a week, Mondays through Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. She calls it the Grundy Morning Show. It's a good time. I moderate. I'm there. You can come hang out. We Speak English Good is also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. We stream twice a week, Mondays and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also go and check out our latest single, which is Hamburger 2099. It is a synth wave groove. I think you guys are going to dig it. There is a link in the show notes. Uh, it was completely produced and uh, written by yours truly, and we're going by WSEG. My band, JT and the Conspiracy, who plays the live stream pretty often, at least once a month, although we did have to cancel this month just because of some scheduling issues. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so we're going to be releasing our first, we're going to be releasing our first single as a band. We recorded it over the pandemic remotely. So I'm pretty excited to release it. It's called Love Drunk Waste. It's a song we've been playing for years live, but now we are bringing it to you. Super excited for it. So go ahead and hit that pre-save for your Spotify. So as soon as it is dropped on the 16th, it'll go right to you. I also do want to announce that we will have some new music coming at either the end of October or early November, maybe even mid-November. I don't know. 
It's a collaboration between me and another streamer. I want to get some first mixes going on before I really drop any any kind of teasers. So uh, that more information to come. Uh, and what else do we got? Uh, I think that's it. You can like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all of the stuff. You can also find us on iTunes. And please give us a sub, a sub to iTunes or follow us on tw uh, Twitter. God, no. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. You can also uh, sub on youtube and twitch you can also leave us a review and we'll read it on air Re leave us a review on apple itunes or anywhere you can leave a review it definitely helps us and it's a free easy way to give us a boost um i, I think that's about it next week we have oh, i'm super excited I, I think next friday is michael manring michael manring is the one of the founding fathers of the new age movement new age music he's an amazing bass player with his hyper bass which is this really uh handmade you know custom bass that was made with dude each string has its own fucking pickup he has like just pickups in different parts of the the bass it's nuts yeah if you don't know who michael manring is i'll give you a week to, to google it but wait until that shit drops great conversation Loved him. Just a just a special human being and so positive and just so lovely as a human. So uh, that'll be coming out next week on the podcast feed. Next week on the stream, I don't know. Today on the stream, though, we have Kelly Gates 47 on the show. She is a Twitch streamer and a Canadian lawyer. So there you go. It'll be a good conversation. So tune in today, Friday the 15th. Um, uh, I'm sorry, October 15, 2021, the live stream today at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're listening to this in the morning or something, hey, you could schedule it later. Hey! All right, uh, I think that's everything. Let's just jump into this. Again, this is Hottie, and he is fucking phenomenal. He is a Dubai resident. He is from, oh, I can't remember where he's from. That's not good. Yeah, let's just open the show by... I can't remember where he's from or anything, so whatever. Let's just do it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Hadi is, uh, again, he is just a uh, uh, phenomenal, phenomenal writer and uh, producer and, and just has a great feel going on with him. So, all right, guys, put your hands together for this week's guest, Hadi! Yeah. Could you tell us how yeah. you ended up there and where you're from? Yeah, so I'm from Lebanon. I was born in Kuwait and I actually, wait, let me move you here. Yeah, so I actually moved here in 2012. Um, you know, life in Kuwait was good to uh, uh, to a certain degree, but I wanted to, uh, you know, expand and go somewhere um, that is m like had more going on on the music industry front. 
and uh, Dubai provided that. But when I moved here, I actually didn't have the intention to do music like as a main thing. I just moved here because my family had moved here and I wanted to, you know, be be close by to them and be able to see them and stuff. And uh, eventually I just, you know, couldn't 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 do the job thing anymore. I couldn't couldn't do the job thing <laughs> after like a year and a half. I just gave up. I couldn't. So uh, and then I just kind of stumbled what about into the, what about the job thing? Couldn't you handle anymore? Like what? What did anxiety, you man? I had yeah. like some serious, serious anxiety problems. Like like serious. So um, like how bad? It was, I'm sorry. I mean, like he's, he's comfortable. You can talk about he, as much. No, as you I want. mean like like bad. Like like you know, wake up in the morning feeling like daggers are going through your you know yeah uh, like through your solar plexus. Uh-huh. I had that feeling in in the job I had before I moved here. And when I moved here, I had the same feeling. So I, I, it hit me that it wasn't the job; it was a job in general. Mm. And I had this, you know, I was, I was in, I was in music for a long time at that point, just kind of doing it and um, not really like I was kind of discovering myself as an artist and 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 all that fun stuff. So when I when I arrived to Dubai, I saw that a lot of people do actually have an active lifestyle as a as a, as musicians here so it kind of opened up the like lit up a bulb and i just slowly started chipping away uh you know first few years were hard man like really hard financially and 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 just kind of like trying to find my way in um in this world uh and all of that stuff so uh you know trying to figure out your style as an artist and and the stuff you want to create while you're trying to make a living, while you're trying to tr- stay, uh, you know, sane as much as sane as possible, <laughs> uh, in in all of that. So uh, you know, it was hard, but I think the one takeaway for me is um, my anxiety, like pretty much compared to before, has gone. Like it's gone away since I started doing this. So that's a big indicator that you know um, this is what my body, heart, and soul wants to do uh, here. So. Um, and I think also uh, the the troublesome times were an amazing opportunity for me to realize how much I want to do this because, um, you know, facing some tough challenges in life and still sticking to something, if anything, just kind of educates you about um, how much it means to you. So it was an opportunity. Those tough times were an opportunity for me um, uh, to kind of find myself in that place. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes that makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, as soon as I was finding my way in in music and finding like a, a path in it, like not just not just like, you know, playing music on the weekends with some friends or something, but like really mm-hmm. taking it serious and really uh, making money, you know, like making a mm-hmm. living off of it. I did notice that too. There was sort of this confidence that came with just pursuing what you liked and and, and finding success with it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally relate to that because I had a job. I actually got fired from my office job because right. and and I remember driving to work every day was just the worst. Like I I mean I would yeah. have. There would be times, you know, where it would be so bad where, like, I would have to, like, as soon as I get to work, I have to use the bathroom just because mm-hmm. my guts are in, in, are upside down. And especially yeah, yeah. turning down the road to where your work is and just that last mile 
to yeah. get to pull into the driveway. It was just it's just yeah. awful. It, it, yeah, I can't handle it either, man. I'm not great at working at things, and and you know, someone said working sucks. Aaliyah said working sucks, and mm-hmm. and and I responded to her in chat that that doing work you hate sucks, and if you're not yeah. feeling the job, if you're not in it, you know, like. And I get it. People who work at like McDonald's aren't going to be like, yes, it's time to go to McDonald's. But like it's <laughs> but still, you know, it, it's your job and it, it gives you money and it provides a service for you and you provide a service mm-hmm. for it. So why not go and just at least do it? And uh, if and, the ends justify the means and there's some pathway that yeah. makes sense, then yeah. Yeah. Keep it keep it rocking. But oh, dude, like it, it, I just it's, I'm not built for that. You know, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with people who find comfort in, in security because music mm-hmm. is certainly not a secure avenue of, yeah. uh, of, of uh, to make money. But like mm-hmm. it's so rewarding in, in a way that it, it, it brings you like it brings you a new sense of meaning to yourself. You know what I mean? When you find yeah. that thing that, that where your passion meets, you know, work and work meets passion. And, and the thing, the thing about, um, the thing about working in music, particularly, uh, and I think in art in general or anything where you don't have like a salary coming through mm-hmm. the main trick with it is, um, how do you do that? Like the challenge is how do you do that without like, while still staying true to yourself, um, and still trying to make uh, 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 create a brand that can sell to a degree in some capacity, um, because uh, the first thing um, as musicians is that like if you if you want to do music and you want to make money from it, the way it is in Dubai is you try to get gigs in like pubs and bars and and all of that stuff, and you know no, nothing wrong with that, but no, you know no. you end up playing you end up playing like summer of 69 and million times and um <laughs> Brown sweet child of mine yeah and and like you know people people don't give a shit and they just they're just drinking or eating and i've done that um and it's really good to practice and it's really good like you can make some form of stable income if you've like that's the way it rolls here the trick with it is how do you do that how do you do this and uh, with longevity but still be true to you and still create from a place that's authentic to you this this was like the main the main thing is that you have to for me it was like there's a feeling in your gut that you get like when you get opportunities that come to you um even when you're sort of in need of these opportunities you know from what they can give you sometimes you have to make a tough choice and say no because it's just not right you have to play the long game at least that was my mindset and to a degree it really it really kind of helped me stay sane um with those things and i'm not i'm not saying there's anything wrong or right with whether or not to say yes or no to those things it's just all about how you feel you know or like every individual the way they they receive like when you know when someone offers you something you immediately have a feeling about it like oh this is good for me or this is not good for me Mm. and sometimes your fear could be like oh can i actually pull this off so you have to kind of navigate those um emotions and thoughts and get to know how to make uh, sound decisions about your career. Because at the end of the day, um, these gigs and opportunities, um, like the examples that I'm giving now, they will come and go. And you won't. You're, you're, you are the constant. Your voice, your, the, the, the voice of your art, the thing you want to create, that is the constant. And it's ever-changing. The things that you create now will be different than the things that you create in a month or in a year or 10 years or blah, blah, blah. But I think there's a certain 
there's a certain thing, like an agreement that you make with yourself where it's like, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it like and with authenticity to what feels right to me. And everyone else in the world may disagree with me, but I still have to, like, if I don't listen to that voice, I'm the only person that can hear that voice. So if I don't listen to it, it's just like that path will never be, that road will never be walked. So I feel for me, like I have to walk this road because something good is uh, always waiting. And uh, there's, you know, clearly really good things uh, are, are, are happening for, for me, just like, some really cool shit have 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 been happening with with Twitch and with you know working with Mike Shinoda and all of that stuff. So um, uh, that's not to say there haven't been moments where I'm like, mm, I don't know, I don't know if this is, uh, I don't know if made if I made a right choice. You know, there's, I feel like doubt is the is the also the constant companion and and stuff like this because you don't really have a, um, there are no ways to like seriously measure how well you're doing. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I mean, you just said a whole lot there and, and, and there's a yeah. lot to unpack from that. But it's, um, uh, you know, how how do you how do you navigate these decisions that you have that because, you know, you're talking about like, you know, you're you're you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice, um, you know, a, 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 a quick win for a long term mm -hmm you know, for a long-term legacy, you know? So like, yeah. you know, like if you turn something down here, that might be a lot of money, but it's not really, uh, you know, like, you know, just for example, you, you turn down something, it's, it, there's a lot of money involved and, mm. and, you know, like you really need that money, but you know, if you make this decision that it, it might affect something else that you're working towards in the future. So you turn it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, how do you navigate those decisions? I mean, because there's a, I mean, it, it's hard, right? Like when you're Dude, hungry, it's so hard. When you're hungry so and someone's hard. holding a burger in front of you and it smells <laughs> yummy and you're just like, oh yeah, I want that burger. But yeah. you know, is that burger gonna is that burger gonna feed you now or mm -hmm. or or if you decide to hold out, are you gonna be able to you know figure out how to make your own burgers? You know, like mm -hmm. are you gonna be able mm -hmm. to you know you teach a man to fish, right? You know that whole yeah. saying. It's like you can give a man a yeah. fish, or you can teach him how to fish. Mm -hmm. Anyways, how do you navigate those those decisions? Those big honestly, I I can't really. I don't know if I can like put it to words but i would say for me it's always a gut feeling and an instinct kind of thing and i always think about like you know a few steps ahead like if i say yes to something i start to look at you know like what that pathway looks like okay if i do this then it's going to lead me to that then it's going to lead me to this then and, and if if i say uh you know if if i say yes to something that's going to really take away from my time and ability to um dedicate towards writing the next thing or 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 streaming or or just putting putting time to creating content for that that promotes my music and that makes me uh, happy and f feeling fulfilled. Um, I think that's always that I would never say no. I would never say yes to something like that. But also, it's difficult because, as you said, if someone's like you know offering you something that you need at that moment, it's very hard to uh, to reject. But sometimes you just get this feeling, man. Like you just have to run with it, you know and because my thing with it is um, there's always stuff around the corner that you can't see. You know what I mean? There's this uh, gif that I keep thinking about, um, and I don't know uh, uh, if I describe it like 100% correctly, but there, the, 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 it's this graphic of two people digging for water, 
and one guy is uh, digging on the left side, the other guy is on the right side, and one of them has a smaller pond, but it's closer to the surface. So he arrives, um, he arrives to the water, and the other guy has like a, a shit ton of water available, but it's deeper. And the other guy with the deeper uh, water available that he can't see stops digging and goes after where the other guy found water and there's nothing left. And so for me, this is like super indicative of like, you just have to keep walking because at the end of the day, if you're, trying to, if you're trying to light a fire using a magnifier, the fire is not going to catch if you keep moving. You just have to stay still and wait, right? right. The sun is going to do the work. So for me, I'm a big believer in like, um, you know, laser beam focus, laser beam. Uh, you can't like try something for a day or two and then, uh, you it, it it's a it's a life path that's my my vi my vision and that's my my thought process like if something is offered to me if it's if it doesn't feel like it's part of this the, the story the chapter the the thing that is going to get me to where i want to get you know um uh, money's not always the like most times actually money's not the driving uh force behind decisions and stuff like that you know so yeah yeah man i mean <laughs> it's it's because because i mean we've all been in those positions where we're like staring down two paths and it's just like mm -hmm. what what am i gonna do you know yeah it's like what am i gonna do I, I, you know and and like you know i feel bad for college students who are young you're just getting you're 18 your brain's not mm -hmm. even fully developed and there's this social pressure to go to school and figure out mm. what you want to be for the rest of your life yeah by the time you're 18 <laughs> <laughs> and which yeah. which for me that was like luckily for me i wanted to do music i already knew what mm -hmm. i wanted to do but <clears throat> i didn't believe myself as a musician so i started going to school for like sociology and shit because i was like well i guess if i fail at music then i can go fail at sociology yeah. too. dude i went to university i have a degree in marketing as well so. oh that's tight Is, do you have a yeah. day job then or do you just do music no, I mean, right now I do a little bit of content creation for a couple of brands, but right. I would say majority of my 80 to 90% of my time is spent on music and streaming and all of the things that go with it. That's dope. I, I love that. Uh, yeah. Is there, is there a, um, is it expensive to live in Dubai? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. yeah, dude, I you just got to keep working, man. You got to keep working. No, I, I lived in San Diego and, um, and that's a really expensive city. And especially mm. I lived a few blocks from the beach and, uh, right. and, and, and it was really hard to be a musician and be creative and hustle mm -hmm. to get rent, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. and just, and, and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, buy expensive food and gas is crazy expensive. And, yeah. uh, you know, like it, it was, it was really, really difficult for a musician to really, work as a musician and, and 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 i mean you know you're damned to hell if you're if you're trying to be an original artist you know mm. like because because how do you become how do you do the original artist thing in a city like or or you know it, it, in dubai how do you be an mm -hmm. artist and you kind of like we're positing this question at the beginning of how do you be an artist and and you know make money and pay exorbitant amounts of money for your rent just to live on mm -hmm. earth and mm -hmm. you know like how do you do that how do you go forward and and be an original artist without you know without doing day jobs or without 
you know, playing those pub gigs where where no one gives a shit and, and you know, you're yeah. just playing to, you know. It sounds almost impossible. <laughs> it does. It really does. It really does. But but you're yeah. but you're 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 making it happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, but the thing is, this is like uh, this, like this is a place I've arrived to. It's not how it was, you know. Like, <laughs> He's like, wasn't always so, like this, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you. Uh, you know, I, 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 like I got here over time, and you know, still uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, I would like to spend all of my energy and all of my time on on music, and you know, right now it's not it's not the case right now, but. You know, it takes time. And the thing at the end of the day is it's one of those things like when, when I do um, content creation uh, uh, work for brands, to me, it's like, OK, I, I like using cameras. I, I like to be creative. So it helps me. Um, but also I see how it's allowing me to make decisions uh, in my music that aren't necessarily based on um, it's like not selling the music short to make a quick buck so I can survive. The survival thing is taken care of a little bit from the, um, you know, from, from the other stuff. So it helps me a little bit in that, in that, in that uh, degree. But because it's like a freelance kind of situation, I do have a little bit of control over how much time is spent sometimes. You know, sometimes it takes a lot of uh, uh, time to create this stuff. But um, I think you just... You know, when you do something for a long time, uh, whether it is content creation or whether it is music, you just get faster at getting shit done. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it takes it takes less time to make things happen. It takes uh, less uh, like you sort of have a system of how it works. And, you know, one of the things for me is I like to wake up super early. I do most of my songwriting in the morning, mm -hmm. you know, 6 a.m. to like 10. That's when I'm like super oh. active on on my songwriting sometimes after stream if i'm like really inspired and i hear something in my head i'll record some ideas but um you know it's like one of those things with songs is like you just have to wait for it to rain and uh, uh you know the other times you just sit and try to get better at the technology and get better at uh, knowing how to transcribe ideas from your brain quickly into the into the machine so um but yeah i mean for me it's honestly it's 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 about hustling and working hard and you know i you know uh, you don't get tired because you see you see where you're headed and sometimes you doubt like for me i you know always have my inner demons eating at me um but you just you just keep chipping away and you just keep doing it and you know uh, slowly but surely you get there Oh yeah, that's awesome that you're freelance the uh, the you know content creation because it's uh I, that I do I do freelance work too like I I do mm -hmm. videography and stuff like that yeah and, and um yeah I, I I I think that's all part of the hustle of being a creative you know what I mean like like even just because you're not working on your own music all the time constantly mm -hmm. and this is how I get it done does yeah. not mean that you're not you know it's not like that the the content creation is this like horrible job that you hate i imagine no, you get some kind no. of some kind of something out of I it i enjoy it yeah cuz you're enjoy creating it a lot, something yeah, i really do me too i yeah. really do too i really yeah. like editing videos i have a good time with it and and you know it, it's like um it's just another part of it and also the funny thing about these other paths that we choose to go down is that we can use that again mm -hmm. for 
our own personal use. Like yep. all the things that you're learning on creating content for other people, I'm sure that you've used that for yourself. You know, 100%. 100%. Exactly. <laughs> and the thing is like a lot of times you think uh, under pressure more when you're working with others. Mm. Um, you know, with me, if like I'm sitting now trying to write a song and it's just me, mm. it's not a writing session with another artist. Right. I could just be like, you know what? I'm going to make a sandwich. Fuck, fuck this song. <laughs> Yeah. You know, um, but if I'm working with someone, it's like, no, it's not sandwich time right now. Sit your ass down and try to write something. <laughs> so, I, you know, you know, like, you know what I mean? If you're with I a do. client, you're not going to be like, you know what? I feel like my mood right now says peanut butter. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? You have yeah. to you have to power through. And that teaches like for me, I learned from that. And in, in the sense that it's like, I think, what if I actually use that power through thing when I'm trying to be a little bitch about writing a song yeah. and just get through and write another bar instead of, you know, bail. Yeah. So, yeah. But did you did you have a hard time practicing as a as a young musician? Dude, I lost my I lost my social life when I picked up the guitar. Like I uh. couldn't I couldn't stop practicing. You know, <laughs> I was just so obsessed and I, I was kind of yeah. shocked because I was never really into anything so much to practice and like sit my own yeah. ass down and like, you know, work and work and work, but I, I don't know, something just, uh, you know, you get bit by the bug, as they say, I guess. Yeah. And hi, Kenzie, by the way, and everyone. Yes. <laughs> Pressure and give, nice. Yes. Um, Pressure. Uh, and Blue Magus as well. So uh, I, you know, I'm, for me, it's like, I don't practice like nearly as much as I used to before. I don't even practice anymore, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of surviving on the on the fumes of the things that I learned before. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> you feel know? I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not. I don't sit down and practice. I, I I've gotten better at getting more, uh, um, getting the body ready for like when I'm streaming mm -hmm. and 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 like uh, warming up my voice and sometimes warming up my guitar playing as well. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, in general, it's uh, you know, I used to spend a lot of time practicing. Now, I, my obsession is actually production and how to get how to get the. I feel these things mm -hmm. and I want to get that feeling projected yeah. onto people when they listen to a song. Right. So I'm always thinking about like, you know, how do you tell a story? And when I, like, I'm obsessed with information. So when I listen to, if you show me a song now and it makes me feel something, I'm immediately like curious, why do I feel that feeling when I heard, hear the song? Is it the words? Is it the, the melody? Mm -hmm. Is it the production? And I try to break that down so that I can go back and try to do that equally or better you know like yeah. that's the competition inside that's happening the whole yeah. time you know what i mean yeah absolutely like i never understand why people um <clears throat> will um once my music is out i don't ever listen to it again i never go back and study i never go back mm. to it and, and and i don't know if that's what you're kind of touching on but like kind of going back over ideas and sort of ana and analyzing what you're doing with your own music because mm. sometimes you're running on autopilot sometimes you know like when yeah. you when you're on uh when you hit a, a stride, you know, when you mm. hit a flow state, you, uh, mm. you, you know, you lose track of time. And and, and mm. then when you're done with it, you barely remember recording it. So going yeah. back and sort of understanding what you did, especially in those tunes that just sort of, sh you know, you just sort of shit them out mm. and it just comes pouring out <laughs> of you. you know? Magic. Yeah, it is. It is some kind of weird magic. Uh, it is. You are sort of like pulling from something, right? Like you mm. are pulling from some mystical thing, or maybe it's just yeah. you know chemicals in our brains and electrical yeah. impulses. But you know, either way, these sometimes ideas seem to be planted in our head, and it's just like mm. us accessing them and, and putting it out there. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you know, like I I find it very. Uh, 
interesting to go back and listen to some of those songs and just sort of analyze what I've done in the past and and using these different these same ideas like you'll hear the same idea in a lot of my music uh across you know years mm. But it evolves as it goes, and it's just from me mm. like listening, like, oh, I really like what I did there. Oh, I, you know, like blah blah blah. Uh, can yep. you ask my question? <laughs> yes, Cartagena, I'll ask your damn question. But I'm trying to talk to my guest here. Uh, anyways, is that <laughs> kind of question. what? What is is that what you were kind of saying? Uh, I don't know if I missed your point. Well, for me, okay, I I actually don't really go back and listen okay. to my original recordings. <laughs> okay, so I totally to be missed honest, your point. Awesome. Because it's a nightmare for me to listen. Like if I go back and listen to one of my songs that i've recorded mm. man dude i swear to god it fucking kills me yeah that i can't like r remove that from the interwebs <laughs> and fix it i swear for every single song every single song you know um so i never go back and listen the only thing i do is um when i um when i'm working on a song i listen to it non-stop yeah non-stop mm -hmm. and so uh, like when i was when i when i had finished the album um before it got released, before other people were listening to it, I swear to God, man, I would listen to it every single day um, a lot because yeah. I'm like, when this is out, I will never listen to this shit again <laughs> in my life. I never, <laughs> never. And now now that it's out, it's already old yeah. to me. Yeah. So like the new album is out. When I listen to it, I'm like, holy shit, this is out? People can listen to this right now? <laughs> so there's always this like fixer brain, yeah. uh, fixer part of my brain that's like, oh shit, I got I to gotta redo that. I want to, I want to, because, you know, we're constantly evolving. And this is the best thing ever, to be honest, for me, because this is a, like, this is how you evolve. This is how you grow mm. as an artist. If you listen, like if I listen to something that I made a while back, um, that's already out and like I'm listening to something that I'm making now, and I'm just thinking, oh, that is better, then I feel like I'm done as an artist. I'm finished. Because I want my I want my new ideas to get me excited more than previous ones. And then the previous ones, the excitement you get is when you share them with people, when you share them with the world, when you perform them. But for me, like I never sit at home and play my, I swear to God, I never sit and play my older songs ever. <laughs> Ever, ever. I'm never like, oh, you know, it's a good time to play Clarity or All the Lights. <laughs> to who? To who? I'll never play these songs. You know, they they become pieces that you share with people when there's a moment to share music. Um, but whenever I play guitar here, um, I I just, you know, I'm just searching for the next thing. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to make myself available. Like I'm ready. Rain on me. That's the kind of vibe. <laughs> Come you know? down on me. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Let's do it. Hell yeah, man. No, I, I, I feel that. Uh, what is there like, um, because you mentioned that, you know, that you like to write early. Uh, is, mm. is there a time like, like, is that time of day, uh, just do you just like that time of day do you feel like your time do you feel like that that time of day leaves you most open to receive and is this yeah. something that you do daily or do you have it scheduled is this like a scheduled thing like i mm. write on monday wednesday fridays 6 a.m to 10 a.m right i wish that would be the dream <laughs> <laughs> i wish uh -huh. i actually just i just I just wake up and I'm like, you know what? Let's let's. And a lot of times, my writing sessions would last like three minutes because then I start and I'm like, mm, I don't think I'm sharp today, so I'm gonna stop. I'm <laughs> yeah, just gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna waste any energy. Nothing good mm -hmm. is gonna come r right now. So for me, I I'm I'm always um, trying to write, always, mm -hmm. always. And I think most like when I was doing singles, um, 
I actually just do like when the single is out, the next one is already like almost finished. So, <laughs> okay. so when people are like listening to the new one, in, in the back of my brain, I'm like, oh, we got the, you know, we got, um, we got to get on some some peanut butter for the new music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So Heck yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm usually like in the very finishing finishing like i think when headlights came out i think pressure was pretty much done mm-hmm. um and it's it's been the same you know when all the lights was was out i think uh, at the time i'm not i can't remember which song came after that it was finished like it was done yeah. so um because there's a waiting process you know you submit the song and then you wait for it to get released right it's like two three weeks that's a long ass time right and the excitement of a release is usually the best hunting hunting ground for me as a, as like from a creative perspective also gigs like if i have a show coming up or if i just played a show i'm just like vibing off of that energy the excitement of sharing things and 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 makes me want to write you know yeah totally man um okay so uh, there's the questions are piling up over here so I, let's I, do it let's get to them uh we we got a would you rather first for saucy chicken mm-hmm. nugget thank you saucy uh, I'm gonna pick a random "Would You Rather" card. Oh God! <laughs> so ridiculous. Would I'm just gonna close the feed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, it, we're gonna go, we're gonna go back to technical problems. In, <laughs> in <a minute. laughs> All right. Uh, this one doesn't seem horrible. This is actually okay. not horrible. So, okay. would you rather have your gums repeatedly scraped by a dentist, or Watch an entire marathon of Dane Cook stand-up specials. Um, Dane Cook for sure can't be that bad. No, Dane. Yeah, no. Uh, screw a, a dentist. That that's a terrible one. Honestly, that was like not even. You know fun. what? You know what? I'll 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 call up the dentist and be like, "Yo, listen. Do you want to watch some Dane Cook? <laughs> we'll know? invite the dentist over. It's gonna yeah. be a watch party, everybody." <laughs> Dane Cook. Dane Cook. <laughs> Easy. Nice. You okay, we're getting warmed up now. Yeah, exactly. You know what? And I don't. Even I feel like the next one is gonna be horrible. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, you know what? We'll just do one this time. So we're done with that. Uh, okay. So we have another question from Cartagena. Uh, mm-hmm. let's see. And, and I know he was, he was definitely, um, squirming to get this asked. How do you set up the drum pad? How long did it take you to learn to play with just the pads? And actually I did was wondering because you use a, mm. a push. Do you use a push for like your piano sounds or? I use, I use this, uh, it's called the launch pad. The launch uh, pad, okay. Yeah, from, uh, and, the, and the push will do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, the way I use this is um, the way, this is what it looks like when you first get it. Like mm-hmm. this is the, the kind of thing you get. And um, when I started playing, I realized that um, it is, structured the same way that a guitar um actually is so um it's actually not set up for it right now but the way it comes out of the box when i started playing i was like this is exactly the same shape as like a minor chord on a on a on a guitar oh, same shit. shape as a major chord on a guitar and then i just started researching a bit more and then realized that there's an in key mode where whenever you play if you pick a key you'll never play off key and yeah. that to me is like a dream come true <laughs> and and i know that i know that like years ago hadi would want to strangle right now hadi because <laughs> the purest in me is like 
dude, you, you got to make the mistakes. You got to be a purist, dude. You got to like, you know, you got to know I'm your like, shit, man. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I'm like, right now, you know what? Sit your ass down. I'm, I, I got a job to do and I want to yeah. deliver it in the best way possible. Yeah. And I don't give a shit about all this purist bullshit right yeah. now that I used to be subscribed to. Right. Because at the end of the day, I want to send a message. And I feel like my ego was all about, you know, oh, you're not playing 300 notes a second. You suck. So, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? That was my brain a few years ago. Right. And now I'm like, you know what? Let's just relax. And even from like performance, when I perform live, I think this feeling and these thoughts started coming to me from that is like I used to complicate my live performance put to put on a show. And now it's actually I realized that for me, at least putting on a show and putting on a concert is a byproduct of comfort. Mm -hmm. I have to provide comfort for myself. And then once that comfort is there, then I'm able to actually perform rather th than think about metronomes and, yeah. and, and, and when I have to run to my pedal and just basically make it like a, like a, a seamless uh, as possible with less, the least amount of fuck ups that can, that can happen. Yeah. So, um, that was my uh, approach to that. And actually learning it didn't take a long time to actually start playing sort of on it because it's the same language as guitar. But definitely since I started streaming, I've gotten into like more arpeggiated patterns and figuring out where things are. And now it's starting to become slowly where it's like when I hear melodies in my head, I'm able to find them on the pad. But I'm still I'm still not there. Like on, it's much faster for me on the guitar. Mm. Um, sometimes I hit the wrong notes. Luckily, because you're in in key mode, they're not wrong notes. They're just not the notes you had intended. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then you get happy accidents. Where yeah. it's like, oh, I didn't intend that, but that's nice. Yeah, you know. So yeah. Well, that that's cool, man. Like I, when I when I when I saw, I was because like it's you know you got your piano sounds in there, mm. and you just like have your fingers all like crunched. Up. I was like, what the yeah. hell is happening here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I love that it gets. There's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of finger traffic playing. Yeah, playing yeah. that. Yeah. What's up? What's up, Epilid? Every podcast I love is dead. How you doing, buddy? I, I think is it is it gonna work today? Is it gonna work today? No, it's not. I don't and hey, know. Jesse, how's it going? I don't know if I said hi to Jesse. I don't know if you said <clears throat> hi to Jesse either. No, I guess it's not. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Epilid. <laughs> Everybody, go follow. Well, every podcast I love is dead. Usually, a, a link comes on, but. Uh, <laughs> no link today but uh go look up the podcast if you guys like music podcasts definitely go check out every podcast i love cool. is dead nolan is a fantastic canadian gent and i think you guys nice. will love him uh anyways yeah that 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 launch pad is crazy man but i, I it's fun i use launch pad too but i use it on my ipad so it's mm. but and it's only just for samples so it's just yeah Oh, I didn't mean that. I meant to do this one. So, so that's, I just got shot. Yeah, you got shot, and then we celebrated it. So there it is. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, um, uh, 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 Cartagena, uh, if you, uh, if, if I, I know that we can't go through like a tutorial right now on how to load mm -hmm. samples and stuff on that, but uh, did, did, is that what you were talking about? Did you get the information you were looking for? I want to make sure you got your info, bud. Uh, we're moving on to the next question, though. Uh, oh, shart. I think I just erased a question. 
Uh, I can see I can see a question from Leah is how are you working on any new songs? Could he tell us the themes of them? Is that the one you were Yeah, yeah, but I just erased Papa Sweet's question. Papa Sweet, if you're still here, buddy, can you resubmit your question? I think you were asking about you know what I remember what it was. He was asking about how he he wants to be a vocalist and he was asking how to oh. gather a band and and get a group of guys together or a group of mm. people together to to play. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so was I right, Papa? Uh, you're you're trying to get more information on how to uh, start a band initially, uh, and, it, and I think he even had some uh, self-deprecating comments in there. Okay, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So I don't know, uh, uh, Hadi. Since you are a vocalist, um, mm -hmm. how how do you how do you go out and start to put a band together? From um the well the the first thing i would say is um depends on what stage you are at so if you're just getting started it's cool to just kind of like jam with different people and get a feel of what kind of stuff you enjoy mm -hmm. um uh, the the most uh, the most important thing is to get along with people uh, like personally because if you don't then it's weird like you don't play good music together it's terrible if you don't get it's along terrible. with people it's terrible yeah so um that's one of the main things like finding people that are like-minded that like similar things that you like and um you know similar bands similar artists and then just kind of jamming and seeing you know what what feels good um uh, basically i'm a vocalist i'm a scrub with the instruments but i would like to perform with other musicians yeah i mean honestly it's great if you're just a singer and you don't want to like fuck with instruments and you just want to do your thing as a singer that's great because that's less things to think about i guess yeah. and um you allow others to come in and give you some ideas on you know uh song directions and stuff and also um one of the main things i would say is that when you're playing music with other musicians do not be shy to ask for a song to be played in a different key because mm. you may have the ability to pull off a song maybe a half step down a whole step down or even a few steps down so um like for me pretty much every single song that i cover on stream um i change the key completely and i don't like try to find out how far away or close i am to the original key just separate yourself from the original version and um, and find maybe maybe do that research on your own because um, it's easier. You can download uh, software that would change the key of a song and tr try to find your voice so that maybe even that gives you a bit more information about what kind of um, how many band members uh, do you want down tuned guitars or stuff like that. You know, so it just gives you allows you to have a bit more uh, understanding of your instrument as a singer. And uh, just keep jamming, like you know, get 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 in the jam room with different people, and 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 you know, play different songs. And uh, there's a there's a thing with spe specifically with uh, with singing. You know, I can grab a guitar right now and just play to the fullest of my capabilities, regardless of how limited that is. But with singing, I can't sit here right now and perform to the highest of my abilities right here. I need there needs to be a certain mood like if i'm playing on an acoustic guitar i would sing completely differently to if i was playing with a full band and the volume is loud so that is also there's a lot to discover there um like when you're playing with louder instruments you tend to be able to access higher notes and i realize that a lot with recording like a lot of times i'm able to hit higher notes when i'm recording than i realize that i can just because i can hear it thumping louder and in, in my ears so um and that's always like true with with recording like i would start with a melody on a certain 
register and then find that I can maybe climb up a little bit and see the limitation where it is and stop, you know, before it sound, starts sounding like shit um, and all that stuff. So um, just just jam and, you know, um, find people that you that you like to hang out with because there's a lot of hanging out involved in being in a band. Yeah. Most of it is hanging out, actually. <laughs> yeah. The music is just a little bit of it. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that's actually, like, really great. Like, that's, I, I mean, I'm with that totally because, uh, especially the part about getting along with people. I mean, really... Mm. Um, being in a band with someone you hate is just the worst. It's like being in yeah. a, a terrible marriage, you know. It's just, you know, yeah. it's not good. <laughs> Leah, <laughs> you got it. We do. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. We got you, it. Leah. We got you, Leah. Um, Let's do it. An another thing I would like to add is um, check out open mics, Papa Sweet. Yeah, Go around town. That's a good idea. Check out open mics, um, and you know, or, or open jams where there's full band situations or people are just sort of stepping in and out. You know, you can kind of find different members that way. You know, like maybe prepare a couple tunes. You know, like mm, have have mm. like a couple. You know, that's have actually really, really good advice because the main thing with that is it sort of teaches you to abandon your comfort zone as yes. well because open mics are quite terrifying. They are. Like I've been performing for years and I'm scared shitless of karaoke and open mic. <laughs> like I can't, I can't deal with any of that stuff. But that if you can do that, then you can, you could, you, you know, you're already well on your way outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And that I, I, what I didn't even think about that aspect, but yeah, because I'm just so, I'm so far past. Like I did an open mic last night, and I was fucking mm. so nervous. And I did Hot Boy Summer in front of like, nice. in front of like a live crowd and like mm -hmm. they had no idea what to expect because like i was talking to them all like normal and stuff and then all yeah. of a sudden we just were right in a hot boy summer so yeah, yeah so it was yeah. great it was absolutely great um <laughs> but but yeah and then also you know you can also hit up craigslist or uh facebook groups there's facebook groups that mm -hmm. that ta are tailored to your region even yeah. And where you're, where it's other, like around here, it's Toledo musicians looking for to jam. I think that's the name mm -hmm. of the group. And so, mm -hmm. like, you can find those kind of groups on Facebook and just put yourself out there, man. Just prepare a couple tunes and, and put yourself out there. It's the, it's the best way to find it. Um, cause no yeah. one's going to come knocking on your door. Like, Hey yeah. Papa Sweet, are you ready to jam? <laughs> oh God, we got a couple would you rather's coming. Nice. Dude. Yeah. Let's, let's get at it. And I, I know you got to And that's a wrap. Like, yeah. And that's a wrap. And then, and then how do you have to go to sleep so he can wake up at 10? No, I was saying that's a wrap now before the would you rather. <laughs> I'm um, kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. But I, yeah. Channel that inner, inner Getty Lee in the booth. Loving the interview. Thank you. Thank you. Getty Lee. Yeah. Dude, Gary Lee Rips. Uh, is Hottie working on any new songs and could he tell us the themes of them? Mm. Um, I do have some things that I'm working on very early, early on in the process. Um, there is some theme, but I, I actually like even if I wanted to tell you, I don't actually know what it like exactly is. It's sort of a very abstract. Um, uh, the, the theme is still somewhere that I, in my head that I haven't actually you know, I haven't I haven't grabbed it just yet, but um, I'm I am writing some stuff. Uh, a lot of times when I do uh, uh, like a, a record, um, you know, there's a lot of songs, and there are a lot of songs that don't make it to the album. So the next few songs I write after are sort of like the bridge to the next thing. And I think I've already crossed that bridge because I've been writing a lot uh, since Clarity came out, and I'm I think I've arrived somewhere where some stuff has started to come together. And I think Blue Magus actually asked a similar question about. Um, 
like future future album um and i don't know to be honest but i i i feel like i feel like i'm more i'm more interested in doing an album now than than singles that's like for me i i like the idea of a body of work that can tell uh, a story even if the songs are about different things there's some form of thread that kind of runs through all of them yeah. so i have been writing i've been writing like non-stop to be honest non-stop that's awesome man i, I mm. love that is it like <clears throat> now are these situations where things are just coming to you or is it situations where you're like sitting and working and like really plowing through these songs and trying to get songs yeah. or are you I've, hitting I've, a spurt of of creativity well, I think it's a bit of both. I think in so, one side, I, I have like all these empty pots just laying in different places, waiting for different types of rain to fall into the pots so yeah. I can just kind of see. Because there's there's one thing that I've noticed um, uh, while writing Clarity is that I actually, like the whole album, I really enjoy uh, uh, bringing elements from different genres into one song and into a, like, um, you know, different different like different pieces within the song that have elements of rock and elements of hip hop and stuff like that. So um, I feel like right now my approach to songwriting has kind of been a little bit different since working on, uh, on, on, on songs like Carnival of Fire, mm. uh, which to me is like one of the more on the prog side, dare I say. Mm. It's not actually prog, but like in relativity to yeah. other things I've done, it's got a little bit more prog kind of thing. So I'm experimenting with time signatures. I'm experimenting with like key changes and um, and and just kind of like using certain sounds and certain instruments in ways that they're not meant to be used to see if there's something in there that can kind of accentuate storytelling a little bit. So I'm in a place where I'm like experimenting and I'm not very judgy. I used to be very judgy about what I write. And now I'm sort of not taking anything personally. If I write a shit idea, it's, it's okay. You just brush it off and you move on. Uh, before it used to, really bother me when i'm not writing things that make me happy so um right now it's just sort of more of a discovery process like uh it's ongoing so i don't i can't say when but i'm definitely i'm writing like almost i'm almost in full send writing mode right now that's awesome well mm. um i was i shit i forgot what i was gonna ask i was gonna ask <laughs> what was i gonna say hey what's up jesse um oh shit it was um It'll come. Why? Why do you? Why did you? Why? Why do you think you were so hard on yourself when you weren't writing things that made you happy? Mm, well, uh, I mean, that's that's really that's a very good question. I think for me, uh, I think for me, one of the main things was that there are certain uh, I had placed certain limitations, like a song has to be a certain way, or otherwise yeah. it's not going to work. And so right now. I sort of feel like I want to push that border down, like these walls that I put for myself. Yeah. I just want to break that shit. And, and I want to write, like, like I want to just celebrate uh, the ability that I have. You know, I'm, when, I, when, I, when I wake up in the morning and I'm sitting here on my setup, like, and this PC was like funded by my community, which is insane. And I have all of this stuff around me. Um, I just feel like I'm, I'm so like thankful that I'm here. And I'm so blessed to have all of this stuff around me that I'm just like, I, I'm eager to like discover and see what I want to create. It makes me happy. I'm like a, a little kid making castles in the sand. That's that's really how it feels like. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it, man. Because before I used to I used to have this thing where it's like, oh, every six weeks I need to release a song. So I have to like work quick and get it done. It's like, da, 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 you know, like yeah. so many deadlines and all of that stuff that I place for myself. Right. And now I feel like it's a lot more of a 
chill kind of let's work a lot but let's also be zen about it you know what i mean so yeah yeah, yeah I, I, and and that's the man i i relate to that so much i feel like that's something that that sort of develops with age and experience or maybe mm. just experience in general uh, mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't have to be age because if you're experienced songwriter or creator starting from a young child, then you, by the time you're in your 20s, you're very experienced with this kind of stuff. Mm. But but I feel like letting go of those those boundaries that you set for yourself, it, it's just something you do with experience because yeah. like you were saying earlier, you were very much a purist. It's like, oh, you know, and I was the same way. Like, it's totally mm. the same way. If, if they're not... If they're not jazz fusion guitarists, then I don't even want to listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not in seven over eight, then kiss my ass. <laughs> yes. And like Britney Spears and Instinct, all that stuff was yeah. garbage. And they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. But, you know, you, but you know what I'll, I'll say? The main influence for me, and I'm not just saying this because we're hanging out here, but the main influence for me was just realizing how just loving and open to creativity people are so like the limitation and the fears that we have for me at least it was just from like oh people are going to hate this so i don't want to create it and i don't want to finish this idea because i think people will think it's shit Mm. so um for me right now i just i just realize how open people are to different ideas and how people enjoy and celebrate music in a way that is i think very distant from how the industry kind of paints it to be you know like in the industry i think uh the executives in the industry and people who make decisions in in the radio stations and playlisters and all of that stuff maybe there's a little bit of a limitation over like oh it has to be a certain way for it to sit in a certain place but i'm starting to i I fully actually believe and realize that you just have to fucking throw yourself with reckless abandon into what you create and when you do that sometimes you end up with something cool and then it could be rock could be could be anything could be pop could be hip-hop could be anything within one song like several elements and it's still okay so for me i i feel like i've crossed that bridge and it makes me so excited um and this kind of crossing of the bridge was inspired by just people's reactions to different things that i try on stream that are unplanned and and, and all of that stuff so to me it's it just feels i feel the liberty of creativity man like i really do i feel liberated unchained you know yeah that's beautiful yeah, thank I'm, you. <laughs> dude, that's beautiful. Like I love that. I love hearing about artists who uh who are you know just just hitting a stride, you know, like mm. and I think it does come with that again with experience but with 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 you know failing and and succeeding and in different ways. Thank you guys for all these subs by the way. I should probably address this. Pen dude Deuce Penny, thank you so much for gifting this sub to the Leon Lounge. Mighty Mighty, thank you for gifting to uh two subs to uh Behind That Suit and Green Witch Games. Very much love. Thank you guys so much. This is for you guys. Welcome to We Speak English Good TV. I'm your announcer, Sir Ian McKellen. Now please Put your hands together for your host with the most, Mike E.P. That's me, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Gandalf nice. or Sir Ian McKellen. Um, yeah, no, it, it, it is something that is, um, 
I don't know, man. It's just you get out of your own way, and like magic, just it, it just starts to get out of your own way. Exactly. Get out of your own way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me get to these things. Uh, I know. I know you have a time limit tonight, Hottie. So let me yeah. know uh, how, how much longer you think, buddy. And I, I don't want to. Um, maybe like ten minutes or no so. Problem. No problem. Yeah. And so let's get through these. Would you rather's, and then yeah. uh, we'll we'll get a couple. <clears throat> Well, because uh, there is a couple so- a couple questions I do have prepared that I do want to ask. Yeah. So I do. Yeah, yeah, for sure, through. for sure. So let's uh, let's get through these. Okay, <laughs> would you rather trust your financial situation to your old high school buddy Shakes McShifty, or <laughs> trust your in in vitro fertilization to a coked up doctor in deep to the mob? I'm gonna go with shakes. I'm gonna go with shakes. <laughs> Me too. I don't. Go with, I have a good feeling about shakes. <laughs> yeah, shake. Hey, what's up, CT Music? Welcome in. Oh, uh, uh, it's all good, Papa. We'll we'll make it. We'll we'll try to make it work. No, no, we we can we can get to Papa Sweet's question. Um. Okay. Would you rather drink the best champagne, but know it's secretly infused with bodily fluid? Ugh. God. Or have an amazing meal, but know it's it's fried in different bodily fluids. So, okay. Which, which bodily... How do you want to consume go bodily fluids? I'm going to go with the champagne because there's just less real estate of fuckness that's going down <laughs> into my system, I believe. So I'm going to go with less damage to my body. Food and, sounds like it can take a lot more. Yes. Like, the alcohol know. will kill the, the, the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. kill of grossness. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that was, uh, that was for uh, Leah and I think it was, I think it was Blue. Uh, and then this one's for Bricks Go Burr. So uh, have your – okay, no, that, we already did that one. All right. Hold on. Let me see. Um, no, I've already did all these. Get out of here. We need the new new. Where's the new new? Um Okay, this this is this seems fun. Okay, would you rather have sex once a week every Sunday at nine or DVR your sex life and binge it later? <laughs> so stupid. I'm an I'm an organized guy, so I'm gonna go for the schedule. Yeah, I'm down. Like if I know yeah. if I know like I'm gonna get my nut yeah. off on Sunday, I'm good. Hell like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living for Sunday. Ah, so yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> like DVR. No, that that don't even make sense. Okay. What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah. Let Let's get to Papa Sweet's question, and then I have just a, a couple more questions, and then uh, we're gonna let. Uh, let I'm just let I'm just imagining someone trying to make plans with me on Sunday. Like, hey, uh, do you want to meet on Sunday? I'm gonna have to say no. Yeah, I got sex going on on Sunday. Sorry. About that. <laughs> Sorry. Nine o'clock is sex yeah. time, son. You yeah. either need to get it in before, or it, yeah. where I'm hitting you up on Monday. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll meet up on Monday. Yeah, let's just meet up on Monday. <laughs> um, how do you start writing a song? Do you like start with lyrics, melody, beat, or just playing around with whatever you're holding? Um, so how do you, how do you start writing a song? Which is a great yeah. Great how question. do you start writing a song? Do you like to start with lyrics, beat, just playing around with whatever? Um, I mean, it's sort of random to be honest. For me, the main thing I do is on my phone. I actually write a lot of like one-liners that are hook hook lines. So Carnival of Fire, for example, was a line that just, you know, I was having dinner with a friend and I was like, hold on, you know, just grab my phone. And I just heard that word Carnival of Fire. So I wrote that down. Um, And, uh, you know, these lines 
you know, they they sort of sit on my phone. Sometimes I scroll down and see what's out there. Um, and a lot of times when I save them, I'll have the word lyric in there so that if I search lyric, I'll just find all of my ideas that could possibly become something. And ju I just search for the hooks. Mm. Um, but when it comes to um, a lot of times when these hooks do arrive, not every time, but a lot of time they come with a melody. So I have a shit ton of voice notes as well. Um, that a lot of times actually make it to the to the finished product. Like on Lunar, um, I had like you know I had my acoustic guitar recorded it on my phone, and I used that in the original uh, version that's out. Um, so I, I feel like that has like a cool way of making things sound kind of bad before they sound good. And a song that's like a good production kind of tip. You you purposely make something sound shit and then you bring in the nice things and then it just makes the nice things sound nicer yeah. so um so uh and i you know i've been experimenting with like trying to come up with beats i guess uh although that wasn't really my thing um i just try to write stuff normally i don't end up using beats as songs i just kind of you know combust energy and just because i i feel like creating something and i those are usually my shittiest ideas that never make anything um, but you know, you know, when you're writing a song, like there's a story that comes with it, even though it's not maybe a full story, you just start to kind of, you know, get certain hints over, um, what the, what, what the story wants to be and all of that stuff. So, um, that's usually, it's kind of a random thing. I think for, for like, if you're asking from a place of like, how do I approach as in for you, like, how would you approach writing? I would definitely say, just find the way that works best for you because, at the end of the day, it's about productivity. It's about finding the path of least resistance to get your ideas uh, to come to life. So, um, you know, you just have to, uh, yeah, every piece of art has a shit phase of 100%, 100%. But sometimes when you, when you actually hear an idea, you just immediately have a certain feeling that there's, you've got faith, like this is, this is going to be something that I know that I can use and work with. So, and then it's just about kind of unwrapping uh, the, the the ideas. Leonard Cohen often wrote poems over a year to be, yeah, oh yeah. I, I I totally feel that. Jesus, that so. would that would annoy the shit out of me <laughs> if mm, I couldn't I finish a poem for for a year. I swear to God, I'm man. not I'm not I'm not a word writer. I'm not a wordsmith, so I'm more right. of a the music side of things. Yeah. So like, I don't care about. <laughs> So I always have to outsource yeah. my music for 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 lyrics. So yeah. in my head, I'm just like, whatever you come up with is great. <laughs> just but, but sometimes, sometimes the melody alone can really take you places. You know? Absolutely. Oh no, absolutely. I mean, I'm a big fan of instrumental music. I love mm. like fusion jazz and stuff like that. So it's just like. You know, I, I'm I'm okay whether I'm I'm a, I'm a true instrumentalist, as in the fact mm. that like uh, I came up in in a time where we looked at vocalists like vocalists. <laughs> They're not yeah. playing shit. <laughs> you know, what are they playing? <laughs> they were born with their bullshit. I had to learn yeah. this. <laughs> I had to work this, you know? Yeah. So I came yeah. up in that generation, and a lot of the older cats still feel that way. But I feel like that uh, that singing has really taken uh, a sharp focus. And uh, you know, I mean, I'm, if you if you play in a rock band, you definitely hate the singer because, yeah. you know, it's fucking hell to get sound checked as a guitarist yeah. or a drummer. And the, the vocalist just pops up like, like, hey, check one, two, check one, two. Okay, you're good to go, Joe. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's really like you start hating on him. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, lead singers in general just always, yeah. like they, 
they, not always. Not now that I understand where they're coming from now, more. Mm. But they they always used to butt heads with lead singers. Love it. Thanks yeah. for the answer. I am more vocal lyrics guy, so writing is something that I need to do. But I feel a little embarrassed by it. I think it need to make a thousand bad songs. Yeah, probably. But the thing is, is you gotta you gotta just shove that that voice that's telling you that you should be embarrassed yeah. or feel that. You just gotta shove it down in some deep dark Hell crevice yeah. and just bury it because. That's gonna be the thing that holds you back forever. So yeah. that you'll never get past that in, until you are past it. So you have yeah. to actually do it to it's, get past it's, it. You have to power th like yeah. through it. There's the only way is actually through that, like walking <laughs> into the fear <laughs> and realizing so that it's actually it's actually paper thin. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it it it, it sucks, but that's just that's life. And I, I think I think whatever you want to call God or whatever created this, they, I think that they built this hack in on purpose, you know, like this is <laughs> something that was just built in to yeah. our network uh, to yeah. where it's like you have to overcome these fucking crazy innate challenges that are, are specifically for you uh, in mm -hmm. order to be the best you, you can possibly be. But if you don't get the challenges, then you have nothing to write about, right? Nothing. So, um, I hate you know. when you go someplace you can't get back from. I've trash been much. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that happens too. Sometimes you go too far. <laughs> uh, there, there was a point in my life where drugs was like one of those things where I was going a little over the edge there. Oh, mighty, mighty, you, I, thank you so much for all the gifted. Hold on, let me give you some more mighty. All right, I know you have to leave soon, so I I I, I don't know if I should nice. even. Um, I I do want to talk about clarity real quick and yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know how, you mentioned you had a question. Go for it. Go for it. Well, I had a couple, but but I don't want to. I don't want to keep you up. I know. Go you for it. Go for it. Um, you know, with clarity, what what was your relationship to Lincoln Park before collaborating? Like, and, and I'm not saying like, did you know Chester and like call him every day? I'm saying like, what was your relationship? Did you even like Lincoln Park? Did you even Dude, know? About I got Lincoln? into music because of Lincoln Park, man. Like, oh, really? I, I heard. Yeah, I heard Thank in you the for end. That follow. Um, I heard in the end on on the radio in Lebanon, uh, and like right after, I I was just obsessed with them. They were the first band that I actually got into as a band. At, at that point, I was just listening to whatever was on the radio, um, and so I uh, I got into Linkin Park heavy man. Like, and I and I loved every single album. And you know, Linkin Park and Coldplay have been the two bands that um, have not stopped being in my top list for yeah. for all the years. And I think Linkin Park's and Coldplay's like ability to recreate their sound quite often and take risks even though they're 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 massive and they have a lot to lose if they make a you know a sidestep that people don't like but they've done like you know the opposite of what people expect or want them to do and they've succeeded in doing that and i love that because they've just celebrated what they want to do and there's a lot of courage and bravery involved in that so that inspires me uh so much so um, when uh, the, the way clarity actually happened is um, Mike Shinoda put out this thing in uh, January about him wanting to work with artists that his community uh, would bring forward. And so through uh, my community, the inner circle and um, and uh, Mike Shinoda's community as well, um, he got notice uh, of, of the song clarity. And he hit me up on Twitter live on stream, which was pretty insane. Uh, <laughs> watching Mike Shinoda say, I'm going to hit you up. And then your phone beeps and a message from him. <laughs> It's just fucking like I I can't like I I still can't process that that happened. I actually can't like a lot of times I go in and I rewatch that and I just pull up the DM on my phone just to like 
you know, like, fuck, like this is, you know, because like when I was living in Kuwait, just learning guitar and, and getting into music, well, I, we would drive around, me and my friends just listen to Hybrid Theory and yeah. all the albums and stuff. And it was just insane. Like, this is crazy. So, um, you know, through the power of community, this, this has come together. And, um, you know, me being who I am, I'm always looking for the next thing. So, you know, I also... Uh, I'm hoping to be able to tour with Mike and 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 maybe collaborate on more stuff in the future, and uh, all of that stuff. But yeah, it's this is crazy. So if people want to check it out, it's on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music, Definitely. Amazon. And yeah. um, it, 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 in the chat um, is uh, is Linktree. You can find a a, a thing to the. <laughs> You can find a link to the song from there and everything else. Nice. Thanks Wait. for doing that. Oh, of course, man. Of course. I, I, I got to show support. Thank you guys so much for the hype train. I'm not going to do a hype train song because Hadi has to go. And I, I just wanted to ask him another question, which is not a short question, but we can try to hyperspeed it. Go for but, it. Go for um, it. I saw on YouTube that you put out a video that you were signed to Universal. And mm -hmm. then when we were talking, you know, you said you went independent. So I was just curious on, um, you know, what was your experience being signed to a major label? And then what? So I like I said, this is a kind of a long question. So if you want to like we, yeah. could, we could do this another time or whatever. No, no, but, no, tell me, tell me. Yeah, we can do it. So was this a, um, you know, what, you know, like what, um, you know, what what benefits did you find from being signed to a major label and then what sort of tipped you in the decision to sort of go more in a, in a yeah. I think you said independent or a smaller label yeah. so I'm just I'm just so, so right now right now I'm I'm independent mm -hmm. um I'm still I'm still with Universal in the sense that you know I I can still release music with them but um I'm releasing independently and uh, um, the thing with uh, being signed to Universal is it's massive, obviously, because they're one of the biggest labels out there. And when that happened, it was like seriously a big deal for me. And I felt like it was, you know, like a like kind of a milestone to be signed to a major label because it is uh, it was one of my goals at the time. Um, the thing about that and in what inspired me to go down the um, independent route is. I think DMCA had a thing to do with it because, um, you know, it's impossible to clear your own music if you're under a major label. Um, you can't like, you know, you can still you can still get DMCA for playing your own songs uh, yeah. and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, and that's just the way the cookie crumbles. But um, and for me, I, I feel like I don't know. It just felt like the right decision. There wasn't like a, you know, I'm on very good terms with them. Everything's good. But um I just feel like it feels like the DIY sort of, you know, uh, in, in, in under one roof in the same kitchen kind of vibe just feels the, like the right thing to do right now. That's mm. honestly the way it is. But, you know, obviously there's a lot to gain uh, from being with a major label. Um, and uh, I think people just, you know, when you, when you say that you're signed with Universal, it sounds nice. Um, and, uh, you, you know, definitely some gigs happened like opening for James Arthur and Bastille and uh, oh, Tom wow. Odell, those were definitely, definitely, I, I would say being signed with Universal, you know, they help the name get through the door, separates it from other names as well. Cause you know, there is competition in everything. Everyone sure. wants to play the gig. So, and obviously if people get it, then, then great, you know, everyone gets a turn, I guess. 
Um, but also it is how much you put yourself out there and how hard you work and, and, and all of that stuff and how you position yourself in the market uh, as a brand and, and, and all of that stuff. So, um, you know, being independent, I think, you know, if, if somebody asks me now, like, you know, do I need to be signed to a label? I would say, hell no. I think actually there's a lot of benefit in not being signed to a label because you have a lot more control over where your music goes. You make 100% of the money that's coming from it, whatever it is, you know, you're not splitting with anyone. It's just all yours. And um, that also inspires you to grow in a certain direction. For me, I feel like working with Universal helped me a lot because... Um, just seeing the way they operate and 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 under because at that point, dude, like I hadn't released anything. Like the first thing I ever oh, wow. released was with them. So oh, wow. um yeah. So it was like the first song was Invincible. So at that point I was just doing like YouTube shit and never I'd never I, I was just sitting on my songs. I'd never released anything officially. Oh, so crazy. um, you know, just kind of learned the ropes, like, oh, this is the importance of Spotify, this is the importance of Arami and 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 all these other things and you know how to get your youtube channel to be built up a bit more so um but the, the the thing is at the end of the day you know a lot of times especially in this day and age if you do get signed to a label unless you're like you know some child genius who gets discovered and they put a multi-million dollars behind you um you have to do the legwork even if you get signed by a by a major label you still have to do like you know the work was put in by me i i made the songs i mixed them produced them mastered them sometimes um, most times, actually, I was mastering the, the the songs and stuff. So even if you're signed to a major label, you still have to do the legwork. You still have, it's not like oh, I got signed, I'm just gonna you know go to Hawaii for for a vacation and then you know cash in the checks. You just hey. you know you you just you still have to work. And if anything, you work harder when you when that when those things happen. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in uh, like record deals have changed drastically mm. over the last you know what 20 years probably so, yeah i mean yeah i mean like before uh what was it what was the one napster napster was the yeah. one that really yeah. you know it was a very different situation where maybe getting a record deal did mean like hey there's this big advance and you get to go in nice studios and do mm. all this cool stuff and and maybe they still do that but like right. it's very much less right much, exactly much. so mm. so like the the idea is that things have changed and um and 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 now a lot more responsibility goes on to the artist and like an artist you know like I, i'm just curious how did you get noticed how did you get noticed by universal how did you get um, your foot in the door my, my really my really good friend sean warner and we've done a couple of songs together mm -hmm. uh he uh was already signed to universal and he um wanted to like the way he pitched it is he's like oh i like this song medicine and i want to remix it can you can you get a meeting with this guy and you know set up the meeting for me? He did that without me even asking, you oh, know. Wow. So I went to the meeting and and you know got a contract like a few few days later, <laughs> which was pretty fucking epic to be honest. And when I went to the meeting, I didn't tell anyone. No one knew I was going to Universal. And, sure. I, and when I got to the when I got to the meeting, I pulled up my phone and like I took a picture of the Universal logo in the lobby in the reception area. And I was like, all right, well if I'm never back here, I can always show people. <laughs> yeah, this I did picture. it like once. Once I was in Universal Music, you guys, you know what I mean. So, um, so I, I just took that picture and I was like, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. I'm 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 happy to be here. So right. they 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 were good to me. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's all about progress. Because you know, I, I, for me, sometimes you have to make these tough choices, and and uh, you know, these cho I don't know about tough choices, but you have to make these choices 
for you to grow forward. And sometimes the only thing that you have is just this, like, you know, the information that you've gathered, gathered so far, but also a feeling that's like, I feel like I can do bigger things as an independent artist. That's, mm. that's what inspired it. I just feel like I can do bigger things as an, as an independent artist. And the, the, the thing that like, you know, is the main thing. And I don't know, you know, for who, any artists that are listening, uh, uh, who are just getting started or at any stage, people, communities have so much more power than labels. Mm. They have so much more power. So if, for me, like I spent a, a, a good amount of time actually running after the, you know, the, the the suits and like, oh, please notice me. This is my music. Can you check out my demo? Blah blah blah. And now it's like, you know what? If you don't really want to like come to the party, it's all good, dude. Like I'm fine, you know. And the reason why you get that feeling is because you develop a connection with people that is that cannot be manufactured. You cannot right. you cannot recreate that. Money cannot buy. The, these connections and these connections only happen if you really truly put yourself out there um and um you really truly apply yourself fully to the craft and you immerse yourself fully in in in, in this whole thing that you're doing and it takes it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of it takes a lot of time to actually agree with yourself that oh you know i'm gonna put myself out there and and i'm gonna i'm gonna just let this happen i'm just gonna be myself and just let this happen so um you know the power actually exists in the hands of people not not the labels in my in my humble opinion yeah and with with uh with 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 platforms like twitch and mm. you know and and just different platforms and discord even and and just these mm. ways to i think that's like one of the best ways to do it is is the sort of start and just i mean especially gathering your community and just finding people mm. who are like-minded and just want to you know yeah. just want to be a part of the the fun um, mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, like, it's always nice to think about like, you know, a record company paying for all your marketing and you just step out to on stage to a room full of fucking fans that, that, that just mm -hmm. popped up overnight because they, you know, some strategic marketing, but, yep. but it's like, man, when you can, when you can organically build something, that's what I love about my community with the pod, the audio side and, and this mm. side, sorry, I don't mean to shit on you guys either, but, but like my audio podcast is, is, is a much bigger platform for me mm. than my Twitch platform is. So it's like, it, it's just, it's just so different, man. And if you can mm. organically find people and, and, and gather them and, and like bring them together, I, I feel like that's almost the best way because there's more, not that there's control to it, but at least you have more of a, a you were in the process of building that, you know, like it was like a house, yeah. like you could have a house built by, you know, a construction company, or if you know how to do it yourself, what what are you going to take more pride in, you know, like the house that you built yourself or the house that some company you hired just did it. You and know, it's, and it's not, it's not, not just that. about you anymore. Yeah. Like, exactly. I don't exactly. feel like this is about me anymore. This is about us. This is about this community. Uh, that's that's like you know making things happen for me and together we're we're doing things because at the end of the day i could write like let's say by some off chance i wrote the best song of all time right and mm. uh, it's still without people it will be nothing right right exactly like like either, uh, either from a uh, like the 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 numbers side is is one but also the experience of sharing it with people people who actually genuinely care for your music so like right now you could go and headline a festival there'll be 10,000 people there who don't give a shit about you it'll feel nice but you know you the next thing you do those 10,000 people won't actually um 
show up to it. But then if you have a community, if you have an actual community of people that you, you know, care for, that you put, you know, energy towards, you put out good positive energy towards and they do the same and they start taking care of each other and all of that stuff. That's fucking beautiful, man. Like this, this, this thing that's happening right now with the inner circle and, and, and it's like sort of engulf, it's engulfing the music and it's engulfing all of this stuff. This is like a fucking dream come true because I remember growing up listening to Linkin Park. I felt like I was part of the Linkin Park thing, even though I was not on the message board. I just felt it. I felt like I was part of their existence, you know? Yeah. And so for me, I hope people feel that way, that they're part of something uh, that's bigger than all of us, I guess, in some way, even regardless of how big it is. Like, you know, uh, we still run a pretty small operation where mm -hmm. I'm not like a major artist. I'm still an independent artist um, and, and still making my way. Uh, but, you know, um, I, feel, I feel like in general, the main, the main thing with it is this is a story. We all are telling this story together and we're sort of flipping the pages of the next chapter together. Um, that's, that's the most satisfying thing. It's better than, it's better than uh, like this collective thing is better than all of it, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and I've been called to cancel. So I've, I've been canceled for shitting on my community. My bad. <laughs> oh, what happened? Come on, asshole. What just Streamlabs is eating shit today. There you go. Canceled. There it is, everybody. Canceled. <laughs> I'm canceled because I, I, I didn't listen. I can't. I, I just got to say this one thing and then we'll let Hottie go. You guys are, I like this community better <laughs> than, than, than even the podcasting community because you guys talk to me way more. On the podcast side, I hear from people every once in a while, but it's not like this instant exchange of information. You know what I mean? That's what I love about it. Not that I don't want to, everyone listening, please don't be mad at me. I'm just, I love you guys too, but y'all don't, you guys don't talk immediately at me so like it's just i have a closer relationship with my twitch community than i do with you know my my audio community so it's just different it's just different but i'm, I'm trying to figure out how to like make them one you know <laughs> how do we get them all to come together here so i don't know but but that's the magic of all this is just is figuring out the path and figuring out how this all comes together and how to make it you know, really work for everyone's benefit and make it into something bigger yeah. than just some fat guy in Ohio talking into a microphone. So, you know, Hottie, thank you so much. Uh, I, I know we kept you a little bit longer than we anticipated, fun, but I really appreciate this conversation. And I think that you uh, are just, you know, you have a lot of great insight into music and Thank Obviously, you. you have a great ear, and, a, and your music is fantastic. So, I, Thank you, I, sir. I really appreciate you coming on the show and, and 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 telling your truths with us. Yeah, we can do one more card thing. Uh, Leah's okay. asking. <laughs> okay, one more card. Thing. Yeah, we'll do a card. <laughs> Yeah, all right. And, one and, more question. And before before we go, I want to say thank you to everybody who's tuned in, by the way, from yes. the inner circle. I love you guys. Thank you for coming. Yes. And everybody who's who's hanging out in the chat. I'm sorry if I didn't say hi to everybody, but uh yeah, I appreciate you guys. Yes, if I, I if I mysteriously uh cut out the audio and video, maybe the question was just a little too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh god, this one's ridiculous. Okay, oh um, yeah, this, this we're we're doing an extra. This is a bonus round, everybody. Of would mm -hmm. you rather? Would you rather have to perform sexual favors for your boss 
or get special services from your office janitor. Uh. <laughs> Which in this case, I think is both you. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, no comment. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Go on. <laughs> I'll tell you my answer because both both are well. Actually, don't. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We're not answering. <laughs> no, no, no. Please go ahead. Please go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna answer. I can hear the credits. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with my boss because my only boss is is my wife. So I'm definitely down the, the swag with uh, with my wife. So hey. Hotty plays music. Everybody, give him a round of applause. Hey! Hotty, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you you so much, Hotty. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Telling us your truths and all that good stuff. Make sure you go and check out Hottie at twitch.tv slash Hottie Plays Music. And you can find all the links to his social media and websites in the show notes. So please go and click around and support your boy. And go and listen to his latest single called Clarity, produced by Mike Shinoda of Linkin Park. So lots of cool stuff going on with Hottie. Go support all right, uh, I, I do have to say, if you guys are looking for a wholesome couple of hours to spend on your weekends, come to Saucy Chicken Nuggets stream. Uh, me and Saucy Chicken, we just added the camera, so now you can see us, which, I don't know, it, it kind of makes me a little uncomfortable because it was nice to be able to like stream in our underwear. <laughs> we didn't have to worry about anybody seeing us, so we could be just sitting there with, with our tits out, just going for it, but... Now we are, uh, now the camera's on and we have to look good on the weekend. So come and join us, twitch.tv slash saucy chicken nugget with one N. And of course, uh, I like to repeat what saucy says uh, donations are not expected, but always appreciated. So come on through, hang out. We're usually playing um, anything from Minecraft to, um, I don't know, others. What did we play last time? No, we didn't play Minecraft. Yeah, we played Lego World for a little bit. Yeah, Plants vs. Zombie 2. So we played a lot of different games. So come on through twitch.tv slash saucychickennugget with one N. Um, Okay, guys, that's all I'm going to do for now. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Be safe out there. Remember, be nice to other people. And and take care of your fellow human being. HJs for everybody. All right, guys. Peace.